and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads and Comics. Today is Sunday, September 23rd, 2018. Let's take a look at suits having the funnies together, shall we? Well, it is now officially fall, which means that uh, the leaves will be falling, Halloween's a-coming, and uh, I don't know, you can, you can make s'mores and stuff on the campfire if that's what you want to do. Um, school's in session, and uh, my co-host, M, is in school. How you doing, M? Good. Are you uh, excited about fall? Uh, kinda. What, what do you like best about fall? Um, you can play outside a lot. You can. It's not like super hot or super yeah. cold. And around here, fall lasts approximately seven minutes, so we'll enjoy that. All right, let's look at our comics today. Our first comic of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, The Born Loser and his wife are talking to their child. I forget their kid's name. is like Wilberforce or something like that. And, uh... He's saying, hey, how did you guys get married? And the born loser says, well, your mother and I went to school together, and after graduation we started dating, and your mom was dating a lot of people. There were several guys, and so we had a competition to see who would end up marrying your mother. And the kid goes, oh, that's cool. You beat them all, so you were the winner. And then he goes, no, I lost. See, the joke here is that um, he, he, he's, you would think that he, was, he won the competition, so he got to marry the mom, but... He's saying, no, he lost because he ended up having to marry her. Ha ha. Mm. You think that's funny? No. Why, why not? I, I don't know. No, it's just mean. It, I think it's just yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's They're always talking about how... And she's looking mad. Like, look how mad she is. You can tell she's mad because there's like a, a thing of smoke coming yeah, off her head. Yeah, you can't really see her face. Oh, she's angry though, but there's smoke yeah. coming off her head, so you know yeah. she's mad, yeah. right? All right, very good. Our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice. In this episode, Arlo has a football... And uh, he tells tells Janice to run, and he throws the ball, and it doesn't go anywhere near Janice. And then, in the final panel, he has four st- three stars shooting off of his shoulder, and he's thinking to himself, "You know, if you want to know how bad things really are, try throwing something." The joke here is that Arlo is getting old, and it's hard for him to throw a ball. And that's the that's the joke. There, as you get older, it's harder to throw stuff. Yeah, great. All right, our next comic of the day is BC by Mastro Yanni and Hart. In this episode, and then as in all episodes of BC, there's um there's a pre joke with the ant hill and the the ants are like talking, and one of the ants says to the other, "Hey, Dad, what's the point of technology?" And the other ant says, "Well, to make it easier to conquer each other." So that's kind of a fatalistic view of society. So then we cut to one of the cavemen, and he is he has carved a wheel out of a stone. And he thinks, starts thinking to himself, ah, that will be a car. That will lead to the train, and that'll lead to the airplane, and that'll lead to a space shuttle, and that'll lead to missiles, and that'll lead to the, to the Earth blowing itself up. And as a result, he throws the wheel in the ocean. <sighs> the joke here is that um, technology makes it easier for us to uh, blow each other up, so it's better that we just don't have it, I guess. What do you think about that? Huh? Pretty. Uh, I don't get it one bit. No, you should, and you shouldn't, and no child should get this this comic, and it shouldn't be in there for the children to see. And I'm outraged. Our next comic. Hey, look, we're it's one about koala bears. We were talking about koala bears earlier today. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. There's uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and the Ripley's Believe It or Not has a lot of several factoids. Uh, one of them is about koalas. Spoiler alert. Um, but uh, there's several facts. One of them is that uh, blue Java bananas have the same consistency as ice cream. So, yay. 
But the koala one says this. Fingerprints of a koala are so similar to humans that they have often hampered crime scene investigations in Australia. So what this means is that the police in Australia have been trying to solve a crime and they find some fingerprints and they go to arrest the guy and the guy turns out to be a koala who probably, probably did not rob a bank. No, because he cannot do that. That's right. Koalas can't. Do not have the the master. They're not criminal masterminds who are able to rob banks. Like, have you ever been walking down the street and had a koala bear go, "Oi, stick him up! I want your money." No. No, because they don't have an accent that bad. For one thing, and secondly, is they do not commit commit crimes. And also, they can't talk what like we understand them. That well, all right, fine. Koalas can't actually talk, but if they did, that's exactly what they would sound like. Is what I just did, don't you think? No, I don't think. Oh man, come on. All right, our next comic of the day is the Argyle sweater, which is not, I repeat, is not the far side. In this episode, there's a pocket knife talking to another pocket knife, all right? One of them is, is clearly a Swiss Army knife. The other one, and it has all the stuff like a corkscrew and scissors and whatnot. The other one is a knife, but it's got like an oar and a snorkel and, and, and a light. And like this little, like. Thing. Like a lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah. Like a li- uh, yeah. And so the uh, the one the normal Swiss Army knife goes, "OMG, Elias, what's Grandpa gonna think?" And then the caption says, "Breaking a long-standing Swiss tradition, Elias joins the Navy." So see, all right. The joke here is that um, they have things these things called Swiss Army knives, which are knives with a lot of different things and like tools. But they're making a joke because. Because the new one's going to be a Swiss Navy knife, right? And that's all the water. Uh, uh, it's not really funny. No, no, it's really not. It's really, it's really not funny. Uh, and I don't know why anybody who is Swiss is named Elias. But moving on, our next comic today is Brian Green's Pickles. In this episode, Mrs. Pickles is talking to Mr. Pickles and says, "Hey, a lady told me that I reminded her of Betty White, the actress, and." And then I said, really? I, I don't think so. Uh, she's beautiful even at her age. But he said, oh, no, yeah, I definitely see the resemblance. And then I'm, and I think she's crazy. Pickle, Mr. Pickles, what do you think? And Mr. Pickles goes, uh. And he just sits there and she goes, you're supposed to argue with me. <laughs> the joke, all right, the joke here is that Mrs. Pickles got a compliment. And she is trying to say that the compliment wasn't accurate. And she wanted her husband to say, no, no, the compliment was was accurate, and Mr. Pickles didn't know what to, what to do. That's why, you know, that's why it's just important to communicate, like, how you really feel, because it avoids these kind of situations. Right? So, just, you know, always always say how you really feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, we, 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 we're not just laughing here. We're learning lessons. Our next comic of the day is Herb and Jamal by Stephen Bentley. In this episode, Herb is sitting in his chair and for how many panels is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven panels. He's just sitting there making faces, weird faces, and well, like he's straining. Wait, and not for six. Well, six, he's sitting in his chair. All of them, he's sitting in his chair, but three panels, he is uh, like talking to himself. Right, right. The rest of the three panels, yeah. he's talking. The rest and, of the panels, he's just sitting there, there. And there's like, there's just, okay, there's. Five panels where he's just sitting there yeah. saying nothing. You're right. Um, and he's making a face. 
And then he finally goes, huh, no matter how hard or try, my telekinetic, my telekinetic powers are not going to move the TV remote any closer to my hand. See, Herb's sitting there trying to use the force or something on a TV remote. And by the way, the TV remote looks like it was one that was purchased in 1974. It's one of these giant remotes with like buttons on it. And he's thinking that if he sits there and makes faces at it long enough, it will fly into his hand like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. And it's not it's not going to because... If you, if he thinks that like he has a power. Yeah, well, and why but would he, he think that? He doesn't. He's just, a guy. He's just Herb. He's, Herb doesn't he's have powers. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. Herb doesn't have any powers. So yeah. really, you know, at the end of the day, this one's just dumb. All right, our next comic of the day is, is Ziggy. And... Uh, our friend Ziggy here. Hey, look, Ziggy is also sitting in a chair. Oh, uh, for all the panels, but he's talking. He's talking on the phone all or talking to himself. All of them except one. Right. Uh, okay. And so he's he's looking. He's sitting there. Goes. He's calling some pizza places and says, "I'd like to order a plain small pizza." And uh, then he, then Ziggy starts saying, "You know how sad is this? Another Saturday Night Live at home. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Saturday Night Live." Another Saturday night, sitting home alone, watching TV, ordering pizza. Other people are doing things. You know, I deserve more. And Saturday night, things are going to change. Tonight, I'm going to start living a large experience every day. And so he picks up the phone and goes, Hello, Angelo's Pizza? Change that to a large pizza with everything. <laughs> the joke here is that Ziggy uh, was saying he needed to live a larger life and do everything. But instead, he just ordered a... Uh, Bigger pizza with everything. Yeah. So really, it's he's still sad. All right, our next comment of the day is Barney Google and Snuffy Smith. Why they still say Barney Google at all, I don't know, because Barney Google is no longer in this strip. It's as though he died, and they won't take his name off of it. I don't understand it. Uh, I don't know if there was a strip where Barney Google drove off a cliff or something, but be that as it may. This is a pre-joke here, and Snuffy is talking to Louise, his wife, and, he, and Snuffy goes... The pecan tree is usually loaded. And um, Louise goes, yep, it, it sure is, Paul, but this year it's not. And uh, Snuffy goes, well, then, I guess this year it's a pecant tree. Yeah, so usually it's a pecan tree. But, pe- but it's pecant because there's no... No, no pecans. Yeah. yeah, so it's a pecant. So, it can't grow. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Yeah. You know what? We're just going to stop there because that, the rest of it's not even worth talking about because it's another. It's a variation of it. Uh, Snuffy's going to talk to his friend Geech about how the the trees are growing and they're going to be nuttier than usual this year. Don't worry about it. It's not, it doesn't matter. All right. Our next comment of the day is Blondie by, <laughs> by Dean Young and former Supreme Court Justice John Marshall. This episode... Dag was just sitting in a chair. The guys are sitting in chairs a lot this episode this week. Yeah, but then he stopped, and then on the final panel, he's still sit- he's on a chair. Well, again. spoiler alert: he's back in the chair. But what happens between those two panels? This is this is this is very exciting that we're we're flashing forward and back like this. Um, he goes to open the door and goes, "Oh, I sure hope it's a plumber." And uh, he opens the door, and there's a lady plumber. Uh, and I only point that out because that's that's germane to the rest of the story. And uh, she says, hey, did you call a plumber? And he goes, well, you're a plumber? Um, and she goes, that's right. What's the problem? You got a problem with that? And he goes, no, no, no. I've just never seen a female plumber before. And so she she starts working on the sink. And Dag was like, hey, uh, can I give you a hand? Uh, and she's like, no, I, I really, I can do this. 
Uh, I don't mind. No, no. Go, I'm fine. And then um, finally she goes, hey, look, why don't you just pour yourself a nice cup of tea and go watch a soap opera? And then in the last panel, he's sitting in the chair drinking tea and watching TV. We don't know if it's. We don't know if it's a soap yeah, opera, right? We yeah, we know. don't know what he's watching. Because it's the TV isn't directing us. <laughs> That's true. We don't know for sure that it's a soap opera. Yeah. We're just going to have to guess by context clues. And uh, he goes, boy, he's sitting there drinking his tea watching TV, which may or may not be a soap opera. And he says, boy, things sure have changed. Whoa. And the joke here is that it's, well, you know, you can figure out the joke yourself. But here's the real issue. It's 2018. And Blondie is doing an episode about a woman plumber, as if that's something that's so bizarre that you would never see it. And now, look, he's going to sit there and watch a soap opera drinking tea while a, a lady plumber is doing it. Because apparently this cartoon was actually written in 1954. Can women be plumbers? Yes. yes. Why, why wouldn't they be able to be? They can, they can be it. They can. That, exactly. Please write the people at, at Blondie and tell them it's just not a big deal. Okay, thanks. There. Now, we, we, we're learning some more. All right. Our next comic of the day is Henry by Don Tracty. In this episode, all right, Henry is a boy with no hair who doesn't talk. And he's walking down the street, and he's flipping a coin, and he's whistling. And he sees a sign at a store that says, Jelly Beans, 10 for a dime. And he keeps walking, and there's another sign that says, Hey, Twelve jelly beans for a dime, and then there, he keeps going. He goes to like seven different stores that have various prices on jelly beans, uh, like and it gets more and more. Like you, more jelly beans for a dime. And I think like the flipping coin was a dime, and it's trying to make him buy some jelly beans. Right, and this look how many stores in this town sell jelly beans. <laughs> it's like there, I don't every store. This is the this town is filthy with jelly bean stores. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so he. Finally, he he goes to the the store where it says. I think they're candy stores. They're, they're candy stores. Yeah, in fact, the one of them says candy. One of them says confections. But all of them just have signs. <laughs> and there's a, like a jelly bean <laughs> price war going on in Henry's Town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which but finally he buys. But one. Finally, he buys them, and where there's a sign that says the cheapest jelly beans in town. We don't know how many they are, but he sits down on the curb with his bag of jelly beans. And he takes off his shoes and socks, and he's uh, there's a hole in the bottom of his shoe, and his feet have lightning bolts shooting out of them. The end. The joke here, I think, is that he walked so much he put a hole in his shoe looking for cheap jelly beans, and now his feet hurt. But he has cheap jelly beans. <laughs> the end. That's the comedy of Henry. If you walk so much, you'll find cheap jelly beans, but boy, will it hurt your feet. Yeah, but... I think they're candy stories, but they have too much jelly beans. Yeah, I, th yeah, I think... <laughs> they are filled with candy and that, like, there are a bunch of jelly beans. As far there. as I can tell, they're not selling any other candy at all. It just looks like it's just yeah, jelly beans and nothing jelly else. jelly beans. It's just, it, this is Jelly Bean City and everybody's... <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, our next comic today is Zits by Jerry Scott and Jim Borgman. Uh, in this episode, a couple of guys are painting a room... And uh, they're going, hey, man, yeah, that went really fast. Yeah, maybe too fast. I think it's good. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, one of them goes, hey, Mom, we just finished painting the rec room. And she goes, hey, great. Do you guys need help moving the furniture back? And he goes, what, back? And we see that they, they painted the room, but they didn't move any of the furniture so that there's great big white spots around the couch and lamps. 
So they didn't they didn't move them. They just didn't paint there because the the couch and lamp were in the way. So they did a terrible. The point is, they did a terrible job of painting. Yeah, but they could still move it and then call it, and then do it. <laughs> That's exactly right. There's no reason they couldn't finish the job properly, is there? Yeah, no, there's not. <laughs> so, so I, this really is not a, a the tragedy that they would lead you to believe it is. So, good point. All right, our, <laughs> our next comic of the day is Mutts by Patrick McDonald. And in this case, uh, the dog and the cat are walking around. And the cat starts out. What what's going on with the cat? Yeah, he turned. He's blue, then green, then yellow, then orange, then red, and, and then brownish. Yeah, then brownish, reddish. And and the and, and so that goes on for like seven, six panels. And uh, finally, the dog goes autumn, and the cat goes yesh. The joke here is that the cat is changing colors like the leaves do in fall because uh, that because it's autumn. But the leaves don't turn blue. Well, not, I mean, they could, I guess, but but, uh, but the you don't usually see blue you leaves. Well, yeah, them. you may be focusing on the wrong thing here. The real joke is that cats don't change color. Yeah, they during don't. The fall. But you're right. Even even if it were a leaf, would it turn yeah. blue? No, no, it wouldn't. So this joke, there is no truth in this comedy. Is my point, and uh, the the end. All right, our next comic of the day is Mother Goose. And Grim in this episode. Okay, in this episode, a dog is in a hardware store. We know that because there's a sign that says hardware, and he uh, picks up a vase and he goes, "Wow, a vase! Wonder what's in here." And he sticks his head in the vase, and then for a bunch of panels, the dog's head is stuck in a vase, and he's running around going, "Ah." Like, ack, eat, and then quiet, and then my head's stuck, and then quiet, three, and then he does. Then he finally goes yeah. to the guy at the counter, and what does he say? I'd like to buy a hammer. <laughs> the joke the joke here is that, uh, what do you think the joke is on this one? That he wanted to buy the vase, but he can't because it's on his head. So what's he want to do with the hammer? Smash it. He's going to use it to smash smash the vase that's the joke is they intended to just buy a vase now he needs a hammer to smash the vase this uh that's the joke now this this joke's interesting because i i'm going to and we'll put this in the show notes but like nine years ago the, the wise guys did a sketch at our sketch show involving a hardware store that sold hammers and vases and uh We'll let you, you get a link to that. It's uh, it was I guess I guess it was prescient. We can tell the future about Mother Goose and Grimm's nine years in the future. All right, our next comic of the day. Oh man, is the uh, it's the family circus? Oh my! Oh oh, this one's oh this one's hurting me. Just look. Oh my! All right, in it's the, cute. Stop it! It is not. Yes, it in, is. In, oh, it's oh, cute. Oh. All right, in this, in this comic, uh, Billy, Dolly, and Jeffy are uh, somewhere. I don't. I don't know if it's in their house or somewhere else. But there's a there's oh good lord there's there's a box of puppies. Uh, there's a yeah there's a bunch of there's like one two three four five six seven seven puppies. Two of the puppies are hugging each other. Uh, the others are just playing. And Dolly is saying, hey, mommy, come see the Labradorable puppies. The Labradorable. 
The joke, all right, look, the joke is that it's supposed to be Labrador, right? Labrador Retriever. Yeah. But because they're so cute, right? You think they're cute? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're cute. <laughs> they're, 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 because they're so cute, she's calling them Labradorable. Like, adorable, but Labrador. Why do they They have a box of puppies in their house? I do not understand. This might what, not be their house. This might be someone else's, and they have a bunch of puppies. Well, nobody <laughs> lets the family circus visit their house because the kids just run amok. And like they pick up their puppy, like look at look how Billy is picking up that dog like by his neck. I don't. That's really not a good way to hold a dog, is it? No, no, no. It's not. no. And then like little Jeffy's picking one up. Do- Dolly's doing all right. Uh, the dogs are happy. And oh, oh man, this one, this one feels. The puppies like, look happy. The puppies do look happy. I but I'm telling you, my when I read this one, I read about the Labradorable puppies. I feel like a guy came in and punched me in the stomach. You don't That's like it? Because it just took all the wind out of me to read I, that. It's like, are they oh. cute? It doesn't. That's not. It doesn't matter if they're. It's the. Oh man. The problem is, is that they say they're labradorable, <laughs> which is not a real word. No, it isn't. And it's, it's a nonsense word. It's a nonsense word, and that is. Well, nonsense words are a thing, so. Just, I'm telling you, if you don't stop defending the family circus, we're going to have to have a serious talk. I'm going to take away your allowance. No, you are. I, I don't give you an allowance, but I, I'll start giving you one, then I'll take it away because you keep defending the family uh, circus. I don't think you can do that because you're just going to give me one and then just take it away. That, well, 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 you won't think that's Labradorable, will you? Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program was brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright Law Dog Productions, LLC. To contact us, email joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. And if you'd like to support The Howling Monkey, you can do so on Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash thehowlingmonkey.